and welcome to Trade Centre Live, brought to you by Sportsmate and Footy Live, where we talk all things trades, bringing you all the breaking news and real opinions from real fans. It's Wednesday, the 13th of October. You know what that means. It is the final day of the trade period. And we know it can throw up a few surprises, but we've got it all covered here, obviously, on the Trade Centre Live tab and the Footy Live app and all our socials, AFL.FootyLive. Luke's doing a great job on them. Uh, we've been speaking to big passionate and knowledgeable fans throughout this trade period. But despite that, we'll chat to Luke today uh, about the Swans. Nah, nah, I'm kidding, Luke. He's getting angry. He gets angry when I do it these days. Nah, he's a good man. He's got a heap of insight, this man. And we're here for the fans, Luke. And for me, you are the king of fans. This is the sixth club that you've supported for about half an hour during this trade period for me. Why are you a Swan supporter today? Why? Um, yeah, they're just a good club, I think. And I've been speaking about a few losers recently, you know, golf. <laughs> and so it's good to get a team that sort of had a, had a good season. That's right. I guess what, well, Luke, this is the 18th club we've done. This is the last one we've spoken about every single club in the AFL except for the Swans. So this is the last one. It's just flown by, hasn't it? Been a fun ride, very fun ride. It has been. And speaking of fun, Adelaide are going to have a lot of fun with their new boy, Jordan Dawson. It got done today finally. And this is the man, the first day we spoke, you said you loved him. You used the L word and you said he was worth pick four at a minimum. They got he, he eventually got done for a future first rounder, which is tied to Melbourne. So it won't be it won't be four. Unless something dramatic happens. It'll probably be between 18, 16, something like that. But yeah, so what do you think of this deal? Bargain. Yeah, so the Swans obviously probably a bit upset losing Dawson. He was third in the best and fairest, and they'll mm. also be hoping that the D's can maybe have a shocker of a year, but that's likely to happen. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think the Swans are sort of running out of space to move here. Yeah, um, He was uncontracted, so you know Adelaide could have just walked him to the pre-season draft, which yeah. isn't what obviously clubs like to do, but now the deal got done, and yeah, he's off to, off to Adelaide. Nice. And where's he going to finish in the best and fairest next year at Adelaide, you reckon? I think I'm going to go first. First? She's put money on that early. That's a good tip, Luke. He loves this man. We'll talk about him a little bit later on with the other trade stuff. First, everyone, please hashtag Trade Centre live to get involved. Lukey, uh, let's talk about the Swan season. Um, they defied some expectation here. They came in red hot. Sydney, you didn't expect much of them. I think you put them bottom four going into this season, but they got some big wins early and they made the finals. This was a very, very good season. Where do you rate it from A to F? I gave them a B plus. You're right. I think I actually did mm. pick them to finish in the Yeah, bottom. I don't say things for fun, mate. I know you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it was a rapid rebuild from Sydney. I don't know if Carlton probably watching them thinking that they were doing the rebuild wrong. Yeah. But- uh, they got it two. I think they spent just two years, sort of in the bottom four, mm-hmm. um, in t- across 2019 and 2020, and they just shot through. Their game plan was zippy ball movement. That's right. Fun to watch, wasn't it? Yeah, very fun. And I will, I'll probably talk about a game where that was just on pure show yeah. a bit later. Um, their defense to attack was great to watch, and yeah, it was good having uh, Lance Franklin back in the lineup as well. A hundred percent. I was going to say actually, one of my highlights was seeing Lance Franklin come back and. Geez, he kicked 51 goals. I mean, that's ridiculous that he's, he's come back and, and done that. He is an absolute champion. So it's good to see him come back. And they had a better run with injuries, which is really good. And But even the, the young boys who, who came in their first year or, you know, some youngsters that haven't got to go before, they came in and played their role beautifully. And to be honest, like they could have – they just wasted chances against GWS. They could have made a semifinal. Yeah, so they kicked two goals, seven in the fourth quarter. Yeah. Probably makes that – Final sting way more than it 
than it would have if it and was. were gettable ones. There were gettable ones. But Buddy, Buddy's wasn't that gettable, but he normally slots it. Then there's a hickey one. Hickey one was was terrible, but geez, oh, they should have won it. They probably should have, yeah. But yeah, I'd like to highlight Luke Parker's effort. Yes. Same eight clearances, 34 touches. And if he wasn't out there, then they probably wouldn't have had that chance in the fourth quarter anyway. Was that your highlight of the whole season as a Swan supporter for today? Uh, <laughs> I was looking back at sort of their late rounds, um, round 18, uh, when Mills was ruled out before the game against GWS. They were looking mm. for a bit of revenge after that um, that two-point loss, I think, where Josh Kelly kicked that last last gust. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so... Uh, they got off to a slow start. I think they were down six goals to one in the first quarter. And then um, Franklin and Papley got off the leash in the second half, kicked four each for the game. And uh, John Johnny Longmire was wiping away tears after the game. Yes. Yeah. That was so great to see, actually. And uh, Longmire, he's a coach that I've, I've really enjoyed. I think we, we spoke about our favourite coaches. He definitely comes up for mine other than Dimmer, obviously, but the passion he has and the boys making him proud. It was a tough year for them. They had a lot of interruptions through yep. COVID and yeah, to, to get behind each other. And he's obviously super proud of them, but there was some low lights. I think the biggest one for me, I mean, I can't go past the the loss to GWS um, because they should have, yeah, as we said, they should have won. Was there another low light for you or does that take the cake? Uh, yeah, it would take the cake, but I did, I did note a few other things down. I think they lost a few games to lesser clubs that they could have won and maybe got that um, top four finish. Yeah. Uh, the, the round six one, going all the way back, uh, this was probably their most disappointing overall performance. 40-point loss to the Suns up on the Gold Coast. Mm. He had 42 and 11 clearances, but the Suns were way too good. I never thought I'd say that. That was too, right. too clean. Yeah, and um, also round 21, a bit more recent, 29-point uh, loss to Saints. Uh, this was another sort of missed opportunity to just, you know, put a club that probably wasn't up to the to the standard they should have been in St Kilda. Uh, they won the clearance count, the Swans, but the Saints just controlled the whole game, basically. Yeah, that's fair enough. Hey, who's your favourite player for Sydney other than the obvious, Dawson, <laughs> who's not a Sydney player anymore? Who's, who's your favourite? Like, who would you get on the back of your jumper? I'd probably get Josh Kennedy, but he's a bit older now. So he's a bit older. It well, won't serve you well, that jumper. I think Errol Goulden. Yeah. I'm right. a um, My mates of an AFL Dynasty League, and so yeah, we don't share the plays. They're, they're ours, and I've got – I picked up Errol Goulden last year, so I'm a big fan of him. Nice. Have you ever been to the SCG? Only outside. I didn't get, I didn't get to go in. You didn't get to go in. Where's that in the top, I guess, five or three stadiums you'd like to visit? Across Australia, where would you rank that? Because I'd really, I like to go. I like to go there. You know, Optus Stadium would be great to see the atmosphere, but there's a lot of history tied in with the SCG, and I'd really like to go there for a game. I haven't been. I think outside of MCG and Marvel, or not maybe so much Marvel, but yeah, Optus SCG. And I think uh, the Adelaide Oval are probably the three. Yeah, Adelaide Oval probably yeah. be the third out of that. I think Adelaide Oval and Optus Stadium <laughs> just have a bit more sort of. Atmosphere, but no, the SCG is definitely um, full of history, so definitely get to a game there someday. Mm. Hey, let's talk about trades because obviously that one got done. You're very, very happy about Dawson, but you think that the Laddams deal is going to get done today? You're pretty confident on this, Luke. Why and what happened? I just think I think Portal sort of realised that they're not going to get a first rounder from the Swans, and I think I think the pick 31 that they have should should settle it. Um, he's not going to come in as their main ruckman, which is what he said he wanted to be because he, yeah. he had a great year uh, in this just that last season gone. So I think 
So he's not going to be the main man. He can come across for a second round pick. I think that's how it gets done. Mm. Yeah, no, that's fair enough too. They were asking a lot, Port. They're they're uh, shocking to deal with. So I mean, maybe it won't get done, Luke. Is there any doubt in your mind? Well, if they hadn't have picked up Finlayson for a bargain, yeah, I'd be a bit more keen on you know pull them on uh, from their sleeve or something like that. But yeah, I'm pretty confident that it'll get done. These things okay. sort of have a way of working themselves out on trade deadline day. They do. Someone who was keen to to get going was George Hewitt. He's gone to the Blues. As a Sydney fan today, are you sad to see him go? And what can he offer the Blues? I think I don't think I'm that sad to see him go just considering all those players coming through like, you know, McInerney and Campbell and and Gordon. But um he was a he was a good ball winning midfielder that they're probably you know, the Parker and Kennedy are probably getting on a bit. So yeah. while it would have been good to hold on to him, it's probably not a huge loss. But, you know, can't get a good lockdown defender if they want to throw him back or just a, a good tagger of someone who can win the, win the contested ball as well. Mm. It's four years. Is that a lot for you, you think? Or oh, that's suitable? Suitable, yeah. Suitable. Four years. You like the big long deals. Yeah, I do. I think, you know, players sort of just, if they have a bad first season, they've probably got more time to just, you know, turn it around. Mm. Hey, as a big Sydney supporter... For today, um, they listening. Who are you going to miss the most? Caden Brand, Sam Gray, or Matthew Ling? <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's a tough one. <laughs> Who are you going to miss the most? Oh, probably Sam Gray because he's one of the only ones I saw play for him. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I don't. Matthew, maybe Matthew Ling, just because of the youth factor. Hmm. I think yeah, he had a few good add-ins for him. That's right. All right. Uh, Mr. Luke, you are the king of fans, but you you could also be a list manager. I'd just throw you in there and go, what do you want to do? If Sydney did that to you now, right now today, here you go, you do whatever you want, Luke, what do you do as list manager? Well, that's the thing. Their list is pretty settled. Yeah. Um, they've got the youth coming through. They've got the, the pillars in Franklin. He's obviously a bit older and so is some of their other players, as I mentioned before. But Charlie Constable came to mind, just that sort of young but bulky midfielder, which they don't have a lot of I think um, he's Victorian he only played he's only played 12 games at senior level pick 36 in 2017 I think he's going to re-sign with Geelong because I don't think there are many suitors out no one really came to make a play for him but I think he's a type of prospect that could develop into a into a real strong midfielder role like the one Parker and Kennedy have been doing at Sydney mm-hmm. yeah that's not too bad I wanted something more outlandish and crazy but no fair enough that's fine. Uh, where do they finish next year, Luke? I think they'll finish fifth. I think Geelong will be the, the sort of full, full blown. I think the Swans just move up one spot. Just one spot? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Good. These 10 questions are great. And you love answering these ones, Lukey. And you love a beer also. Too much sometimes, people would say. Which player would you most like to have a beer with at the pub? I reckon Tom Papley would be an interesting character to. Yeah. With. Or, or. Dane Rampy, so we can go climb and goalpost up. <laughs> Rampy, what was he thinking? That was nuts. I still think they they got robbed because he did it. it it's illegal to do. Been, yeah, that's it's a win. They sh- tell me. It's probably just one of those things where they just complete like they just don't know how to react to it because they've never seen it before. Exactly. But so the Essendon players knew. They knew. They're pointing to it. They knew yeah. straight away. The Amps needed to call that. That's something that uh, I'm not happy with. Um, you have to get rid of either Luke Parker or. Ollie Florence and Tom Papley. Oh, shit. I've been talking Parker up this whole time. You have. You have, and you're about to get rid of him, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> Has to um, be. I just think they've got um, more midfielders that are coming through that can 
they can sort of replace it. I mean, he almost left this year, so they would have they've got they would have mm. probably had some sort of plan if he did go. So yeah, I'd probably have to get rid of Parker. Good explanation. Shot after the siren, 45 degree angle, 40 meters out. Who would you choose to kick it? Now I'm thinking Franklin. I just hope he doesn't swing around too far on his left foot. Cool play on, yeah. But you can't go past someone that's kicked what? How many goals? Nine hundred. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's getting to a thousand. So uh if if Sydney had to merge with one team, you can't pick Gold Coast or GWS. Who would you pick? Who's the best fit for Sydney? I think I'll go Brisbane, just the geographical location sort of comes into play there. Just they're pretty yeah. close to each other. I think I think that'll be interesting. The Sydney Lions. Sydney Lions, you reckon? Better? Yeah, all right, nice. If you could look exactly like one Sydney player, who would it be? Mm, I think Braden Campbell's not not too bad. Oh, he like Braden Campbell. Uh, Isaac Heaney. I've been told I look like Isaac Heaney a few times in in my career. So oh, there you go, pumping yourself up. I like it. Hey, if Sydney win the flag next year and it wasn't against the Roos, how happy would you be out of ten? Oh, like a five. Really. <laughs> I don't think I just sit there and, and watch. They've had they've had their time in the sun. <laughs> and I know a few Sydney supporters, which is probably the most club I know, the most most of my friends are Oh really? Club. Yeah. So why is that? Why is that South Melbourne no, background or one of them changed I think he when he was a bit younger, he was a Richmond supporter when he was one and then What? He, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's ridiculous. Odd, but how do you pick Sydney? That's weird. It would be a weird team to change, especially after the Swans. Like some kids are like, oh, I like Tigers or yeah. I like Lions. I like Swans. I don't know. I don't, I don't he, see it. His brother made the, a better choice. He went from Collingwood to Richmond. So that's a good choice. Yeah, sort of. I mean, you have to go through 2010 first, but yeah. Hey, would you rather, I mean, you've answered this one before, but answer for all the fans who haven't heard, would you rather sit up in the nosebleeds for a grand final by yourself? Or be at home watching with family and friends. As a North supporter? For an As North- a North supporter, yeah. yeah. So I think, yeah, so I'd probably be at home with my friends and family because of my grandfather's ties. That's right, so yeah. I used to play for them. Very good. If you could choose one Sydney player to play millionaire hot seat on your behalf, all money goes to you, who do you pick? I'm going to go for Jake Lloyd. I reckon he's a smart guy. Don't know I reckon he's smart. Yeah, I think so. I reckon just the mustache makes the it. The mustache, is it? Yeah. yeah, fair enough. If if Netflix asked you to choose one player to do a documentary on about their life story, who would you suggest from the Sydney Football Club? I, th- I think Lance Franklin's story is pretty interesting, just the longevity of his career, hmm. a few injury problems, a few, few other issues off field, um, and just his sort of road back after spending 2020 off as well. Yep. And he's, and he's moved from Hawthorne to Sydney too. Yeah, yeah, good one. If you had to swap John Longmire with one current AFL head coach, who would be the best fit for Sydney? So Sydney in particular. Beverage, I think. Oh, Bevo. I think those teams sort of play a similar sort of up-tempo game and Bevo got a hold of them in 2016. So, um, And many people thought the Swannies would have, were going to win that game, but Beveridge pulled something out. And if he was with that Swannies team, you know, they might have won. They were very good answers, Luke. It's almost like you knew what questions were coming. That's ridiculously good. Well done, Lukey. Thanks. And well done to us because we've done all 18 teams, Lucas. Yeah, what a ride that's been. 
we've completed. So who would have thought, you know, all about every single team, Luke. You've done an absolute brilliant job. And at 4 p.m. today, we're going to be wrapping up all the news from the final day. And then guess what? Tomorrow, super, super special at 4 p.m. We're doing a big trade wrap. So we're going to give you our opinions, our thoughts on all the trades that got done over the trade period. There might be a few after 4 p.m. So that's why we're going to make sure that you know every single thing that happens during this period. Because that's what we're here for. We're here for the fans. This is the fan show. We'll speak to you fans at 4 p.m.